Hello, this is Happiness in Pursuit with Kristen Ripley, and today I'm going to be talking about a subject that not a lot of people like to discuss. It is bullying. It is something that runs rampant in schools, it runs rampant in marriages, friendships, and as an adult, you still have to deal with it. Um, this week, uh, my child actually experienced bullying for the first time ever as a child. Now, I do homeschool my children because at one time we were traveling. So, my children don't always come in contact with a ton of different kids. Um, so, this past week when she was playing soccer, now I'll give you a little run back. Um, this is her first year playing soccer um, as an 8-year-old. A lot of other ones have been playing it for a lot longer. Um, but she was playing and she tripped and she got kneed in the nose by someone. Um, and so, of course, she was crying because her nose was hurting. She thought she broke her glasses. Um, and this little girl just proceeded to turn around and make fun of my child. As a mother, my first instinct is to run over there and, like, have a serious conversation with this child because she's making fun of my baby. But then I stood back and I'm like, you know, my child's going to handle it. She's going to be fine. Um, my daughter actually ended up not even seeing that the girl was making fun of her. But I just step and think, it's like, why do we do this? Why, why do people feel as if in order for them to stand out, they have to make fun of somebody or make someone look less? I have never been one that I want to make fun of somebody. And that might be why I didn't have a ton of friends in school. Because I didn't believe in bullying and I didn't make any want to make anybody feel less than what they were I always wanted to make everyone feel accepted because there were definitely times in school where I did not feel accepted um I I talked about this previously but I was on Ridland for a long time and so it kind of made me like a zombie I took a lot of extra classes in elementary school so I wasn't always social or I wasn't always introduced to to being social I wasn't at recess and I had a lot of classes away from other students so I was better by myself um so when I got introduced to being with other kids it was extremely overwhelming it doesn't didn't feel natural now I did do dance and I did girl scouts um and I thrived pretty well that way because it's a very small group knit group of of girls but when I got thrown into middle school and I was taking off the medicine things really changed um and you know your body's changing and you're starting to figure out who you are um as a girl who was heavy set majority all of my life but going into middle school i actually developed thyroid disease and i gained a lot of weight um and it was weight that i actually would not lose until my 30s but i didn't have a lot of friends and so the people that talked to me became who i thought were my friends and I have never been one where like I want to follow anyone but as a child you definitely want to have friends you definitely want to be in a group you definitely want to be accepted and so I had that tight-knit group of friends and occasionally someone would say something about my weight and they would protect me um, came to our eighth grade year and there's this one girl that went through through all school with us and the first year so in sixth grade she was really good friends with me she'd invite me over to her house and different things like that and then all of a sudden it just stopped and she would occasionally talk to me at school and a lot of times it was things that were very rude she would make demands she would want me to do specific things um, she was very bossy and I'm just not about that <laughs> I'm just not about being bossed I'm not it wasn't even then and I remember one day, and this was so stupid, but I remember writing a note to my other friend saying, 
I really don't want to be friends with her anymore. I don't like the way this friendship is going. I don't like having to do stuff for her all the time. I really just don't want to be her friend. So my friend took their letter. She tore it up in a bunch of pieces and she threw it in the trash can. So I'm guessing the other girl realized that the note was about her. She took it out of the trash can and she taped it back together. And when she taped it back together, she was with a bunch of other girls. She took it to the um, guidance counselor. And so I get called into the guidance counselor's office now. I am insecure. I'm overweight. I'm very shy. And I'm getting called. Basically, felt like the principal's office. So I go and I'm in, a, in our room with the girl who I don't want to be friends with anymore and my friend. And I, I'm like, why are we here? Like, I did not know why we were there. And so he brought the note and I literally, like, my heart sunk into my stomach. Because I knew exactly what the note was. I knew what it said because I had written it. And he reads it out loud and he looks at me and he was like, do you realize that this hurt her feelings? And I was like, yes. And I was like, but I don't want to be her friend anymore because she is mean. He would not allow me to finish. He basically told me that I was bullying her and that um, I need to get along with her that she's done nothing wrong to me, that there's no reason she shouldn't be my friend and I shouldn't be hers, um, and that I am on thin ice and could possibly be expelled. And so at that point, I'm like, oh crap. Like, what? I, I didn't realize that I had to be friends with everyone. <laughs> I didn't realize that I could not be a friend with someone. Like, this just like whole realization as a 13-year-old is like, Everything's different than what I thought it was. Like, I, I literally did not realize this friendship was a binding contract. Um, and I shouldn't have written it, so I'm not playing a victim at all. I should not have written the note. I should have just verbally told my friend I did not want to be friends with her anymore. Um, but that afternoon, we go to be picked up by our parents. And I'm standing out there, and I feel like extremely isolated because she's told everybody that I wrote this note about her and that... I don't want to be friends with her, and I don't know what else she said. She could have made stuff up. I don't know. But I remember standing there waiting on my mom, and she's crying, and she has all these people huddled around her. She walks to her mom's car, and it was a Suburban. She gets in her mom's Suburban that was burgundy. She sits down in the back seat, closes the door, and slowly turns in the window and smiles at me. And I was like, then I knew. I took every bit of guilt that I felt and I washed it away because I knew in the pit of my stomach that she orchestrated all of this to infringe on my character, that she had changed who I was as a person to everyone because I no longer wanted to be her friend. I was not the bully. I wasn't. Now, I shouldn't have written down on the paper, but I wasn't the bully. And I didn't feel I had to apologize to her. I didn't feel that I needed to be her friend. Um, so over the weekend, I taught, you know, my mom's like, you shouldn't have written that down on a piece of paper. You know better than this. Um, her mom used to be the same way when I was school. I got this whole lecture because I was told not to be friends with her because of how her mom was. I was told over and over not to be her friend. And I was like, no, but I like her and da 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 da, you know, as a kid. And I get to school Monday and the other girl that I wrote to note to, she apparently had called the girl and apologized profusely and said that, you know, basically um, she that we didn't mean what we said and we were so sorry that it had caused her problems and that, you know, she wanted to still be her friend. 
So we're, you know, we're called into the office, the girl's saying this, and he looked up, the um, guidance counselor looks at me and goes, what did you do? I said, I did nothing wrong. I don't feel that I have to be her friend, and I don't feel like I owe her an apology. Now, some of you may think this was wrong. You may think I owed her an apology, but I still to this day don't think I did. I still to this day don't want to be her friend. Um, after that, I was kind of forced to play with her outside at recess, but I avoided her at all costs throughout the rest of middle school and all throughout high school. We were um, in marching band and different things together, so occasionally I would have to interact with her, but she was never my friend from that point. And I do not believe in being someone's friend just because they exist. That is not how it's meant to be. I am friendly to everyone. I get along with everyone. But not everybody is your people. Not everybody you vibe with. Not everybody has the same outlook as you do. Not everybody has the same personality. We don't all have to be best friends. But we don't have to treat each other like crap. Mom shaming happens way too much. Way too much. It is ridiculous and it is rampant. If you join any of these mom groups, I'm telling you, at some point, there is like major mom shaming going on and they end up, the admins end up deleting it. But sometimes the damage is done. Um, I recently had a blast from my past jump in my, my inbox and completely try to tear me apart for being positive. For being positive. For being kind. For being happy. I got torn down and it, I'm not going to lie, it messed me up for a few days um, because that person I never should have been friends with. I wanted to have a relationship with her because I truly did like who she was until I didn't like who she was. There was one major part of her personality who showed a lot who I should have known that I couldn't be friends with. That anybody who tries to treat you a specific way and tries to degrade your character in front of other ones and always plays the victim. It's not somebody for me. And someone who's not growing, I continuously want to grow as a person. I want to build people up. I want to help them become happy. And I'm not going to sit here and get on any forum and bring down a mom, a wife, any woman, any man, any day. Because that's not who I am. These people who bully, they need to address what's going on with them and somebody needs to call them out. We all know you literally can sit here right now and close your eyes and you could probably think about five people because I know I can. I even have one in my family. I have one that is in my family that I literally on a daily basis, if I am around her, I have to put my guard up and I have to put her in her place because she bullied me all throughout when I was a kid and up until when I had my oldest, my oldest when I had first had her, she told me I was a horrible parent. She told me I wasn't a good mom. She told me I was lazy. I was fat. She told me that uh, she can't believe how I turned out. And honestly, it was her own pain from losing her child. But she tried to tear me down and she still does. Now that I have lost a significant amount of weight, she tries to tear me down in every corner, but I don't allow her to. I don't allow her to belittle me. I don't allow her to make me feel bad. So at any point in a relationship, even if it's your family, you can get out. You can get out of it before it gets too bad. Because I know that at certain points it can get so bad that you feel like you're stuck in it. Even if it's just a friendship. Even if it's a marriage, you feel like you're stuck in it and you can't get out. 
and bullying leads to a lot of things and one big thing bullying leads to is suicide and suicide is something we don't talk about enough of we don't talk about the feelings that we feel we don't talk about how words really do hurt us i mean as a kid we're told us sticks and stone may break our bones but words will never hurt us you can say it as many times as you want but guess what at the end of the day they still hurt at the end of the day what you say to someone hurts and then they say they say it to you and then you replay it over and over in your brain it is hard to train your brain not to hear and say those words that someone else spoke to you over and over it is hard to get over trauma that has been caused by someone who said they loved you it is hard to move past someone who bullied you for decades it is hard but it is possible it is possible to remove those people from your life and it's possible to get help so if you do ever feel those ways seek help if you ever feel like you can't get out of something seek some help there are too many if your child is experiencing problems please be a safe space for them allow them to tell you what's wrong allow them to tell you who's doing it to them and hold the school accountable hold schools accountable for what their students and their teachers do because students aren't the only ones that bully sometimes they wear badges that have teacher on it and say their name up under it sometimes it is the people that are respected in the community that do the most harm so no matter who it is and if you feel like it's it's just like the girl from when I was in school. Everybody loved her. She put on a great show. She made herself look so good. I refer to her a lot in my life when people tell me about certain situations in her life. I'm not going to say her name because she may be listening or someone may know her. But I refer to her name. It's kind of like Voldemort. I really do. I, I refer to Voldemort all the time and I'm like, that's a Voldemort. That's your Voldemort in your life. That's that person who degraded your character, tried to make you look bad. And there were people who believed it, but you still kept going. You got to keep going. You have to forget what those people say, because guess what? There's something so special about you that they can't stand it. There is something about you that makes you stand out more than it makes them, and they cannot stand your shine. They cannot stand your glow. And guess what? You keep glowing. You do not allow anyone to dull your shine. That girl that came in my inbox a few weeks ago, I'm not letting her dull me. I am not allowing her to live in my brain rent-free anymore. No one will live rent-free in my brain except me and Jesus. And guess what? We have a plan and we're going to stick to it. And positivity is a part of it. Being happy is a part of it. Building people up and helping people is a huge part of it. I will never ever sit by and be okay with someone bullying at any stage of a life. You are not allowed to call a stay-at-home mom lazy. You are not allowed to call an overweight woman fat. You are not allowed to call a child dumb. You are not allowed a lot of things around me. And it shouldn't be around anyone else. And if you're joining in on people, picking on other people, you really need to step back and you need to think about yourself. And if you see others that are struggling... Reach out and say something to them. Reach out and if you haven't heard from a, a friend in a while, reach out and ask if they're okay. And anytime somebody crosses your heart or is on your mind, reach out and ask them, are you okay? How, you were, how are you doing? 
because I know as a mom, sometimes I need that. As a stay-at-home mom that does runs a business, that homeschools her children, that is there 24-7 for them, I need that. And there are other people who do way more than I do in a day who need that. That working mom needs that. That working dad needs that. That sister, that aunt, that uncle, that brother, that cousin, that best friend, that grocer, the florist, the the preacher. Does anybody ever ask their preacher if they're okay? They need that as well. And so I'm going to end this with just love each other. You don't have to like each other. You don't always have to be friends with everybody. But God just said to love thy neighbor. And I'm going to love everyone. And I hope that you find your happiness and you pursue it.